One day he came home and told me he wanted to be a rapper. Yo, what up? What up? It's your boy Wiz. This man is a star right now. Ooh, no, no. I've never seen anything like it. Wiz Khalifa, three brothers. Literally multiple top ten hits and multiple genres with multiple artists. Always evolving. He's always changing. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice. Anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by Say. Say is one makeup brand you need to be using if you love that effortless, glowy, no-makeup makeup look. Exclusively at Sephora, Say is certified clean and planet positive, going above and beyond to make sure each product is skincare-packed, high-performing, and sustainable. They have several award-winning products like their glowy super gel and slip-tint tinted moisturizer that hydrate and brighten skin for a dewy, sexy look. Shop the Say collection now at Sephora. This episode is brought to you by Prime Video. I am a certified rom-com addict. I love watching movies and shows that are funny and cute and romantic and make me want to cuddle up to Matt, okay? And Prime Video feeds that addiction. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Donald Glover, and Maya Erskine kind of love each other, kind of hate each other, and really love to rip each other's clothes off. Dare I say better than the original. My Lady Jane, a hilarious, heartwarming, and sometimes steamy historical reimagining of the story of Lady Jane Grey. You can watch both of these and a whole lot more on Prime Video. You can also indulge in even more rom-com classics by adding channels like Max, Stars, and Paramount+. Plus. Prime Video, find your favorite flirty rom-coms all in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazon prime for details. your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Wiz Khalifa, welcome to Call Her Daddy. Yeah, thank you for having me. You are the first person that has smoked in this new studio. Oh, for real? Yeah. Somebody had to do it. Yeah, I figured it. it's only appropriate that someone like you does it. Like, I mean, I think somebody, else, anybody else would be like too timid or scared. <laughs> they would think there was like a rule or they would have to ask somebody or something like that. <laughs> You're just lighting that shit up immediately. That's pretty much how I roll. I have weed for myself. I have not smoked in an interview in so long because uh-huh. sometimes it's not the vibe. Like, I can't tell if someone would be down or not. Yeah. Clearly, you're the right person yeah, to smoke sure. with. For sure. Okay. Can people typically tell if you're high or are you really good at hiding it? Um, I think you can pretty much tell. I'm pretty stoned, like throughout the day yeah so you know you could tell by my demeanor like i'm usually really cool easy going i always got some good jokes you'll definitely hear a lot of laughter oh wow! and if and if you if you can't tell by like just seeing me or being around me you'll you'll smell it for sure how long have you been doing that like how long would you say you've always been like i've been high all day since like what age since at least uh, at least in high school. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I started getting stoned, like, you know, waking baked and, like, showing up to school baked. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't advocate that for anybody else. But for me, that was definitely my thing. And then it translated into my adult life. I never really slowed down or had anything where I was like, you know, I'm not going to smoke for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm going to smoke a little bit more mm-hmm. for this. <laughs> when you would get in the studio what is the difference that you feel when you're doing music of like when you're high versus when you're sober uh well now there really isn't a difference because sometimes you just gotta perform how you how you gotta perform but back then um i just noticed i I was able to hear different parts of the music that i hadn't heard before Mm -hmm. I was able to hear fucking tambourines over here and saxophone over here 
And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I never really experienced music in those layers like that before. Right. And being high as shit is what definitely opened all of that up for me. And, um, yeah, that was that was the best experience for me, man, for sure. Damn. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. that, yeah, I could see that being so high and being like, I never heard the tambourine it was do never you listen to music when you get high i do and it's is, like does that happen to you absolutely for sure everything just sounds like wow i hear there's like 19 different things happening exactly and you hear everything at the yeah. same time yeah but you're able to like ingest it in a it better is. way and it makes listening to the music so much more fun because yeah. i'm not just listening to the song i'm hearing it progress i'm like bro that flute wasn't there at the beginning of the song and I'm trying to explain it to somebody, and they're like, I don't give a shit. You're high, bro. And I'm like, I am, but I hear this shit, and it sounds fucking crazy. Like, right, yeah. you're like, that flute yeah. is phenomenal. Uh-huh. Do you hear the flute, bro? <laughs> <laughs> that is though the perfect instrument to be like you're when you're fucking sober you're not hearing that for shit nah. the flute is going undercover right. no one gives a fuck about the flute right. till you're high mm-hmm. the flute is key nah, <laughs> it, it, yeah it makes hella sense and that might be the climactic point that makes you fall in love with the song you might listen to the song for two minutes and 45 seconds and right when that flute comes in it just melts your heart <laughs> What is a situation that you have personally been high for that you were completely fine, but a normal person that maybe doesn't smoke a lot, if they were in that situation, they would be absolutely fucked. That's pretty much my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) If you lived my life and you weren't high, you would be fucked. (laughs) Are you going to a parent teacher conference high? Hell yeah. (laughs) I'm pulling up stone. They expect it. They do? Are the teachers yeah, cool with it? Yeah, they know what's up. It's not like back in the day where you're considered a bad parent if you smell like weed. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure my son smells like weed. Like, I am i don't know because I can't smell it. But I'm pretty sure he smells like pot. And yeah, I'm pulling up stone. I'm pulling up high because I want them to connect with the real me. Yeah. It's not, they're not going to get a fake version of me or this, you know, made up parent that that society mm-hmm. you know makes you think that you're supposed to be i am who i am and it's not because i'm a celebrity or anything but it's because it's really what i believe in and you know why not get the real me and why would i have to like change who i am or act like i'm not that just for these places that i'm gonna go like that's not how i'm gonna be living my life ever like hell no we all have those dumb moments what is the dumbest thing you've ever done while you're high Oh shit! I do a lot of dumb shit. I don't know if I have like a the the number one dumbest thing. I just really need people behind me to cover my tracks. Like what? Give me an example. Just it like I need to general, go on your level. I'm um, never gonna be at your level, but see, I'm a safety first type of dude, so it's never really anything unsafe. Like leaving a car fucking in drive and hopping out. Like, oh, yeah, that would do it. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I don't do shit like that. But, like, you know, forgetting stuff, I get I get pretty forgetful. Um, <laughs> I feel like when I'm high, it's usually the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> like, <coughs> I'll be staring at the microwave. And I've had moments where I'm like, I swear to God, I press start and I'm watching my food just yeah. sit in there yeah. and nothing's happening. Oh, that's pretty cool. And then I've been sitting there for like 10 minutes contemplating life, just like when's my chicken parmesan like ready? And it never started. No. And I'm not upset though because I'm like, I had a great moment alone staring at the microwave, yeah. contemplating life, yeah. and then eventually I'll press start. You embrace it. It's like <laughs> I got three minutes to myself. Now the clock starts. (laughs) I think you've said this before, but in case it's updated, who is your dream blunt rotation? Um, definitely Bob Marley. Mm Hmm. Um, Rick James. Uh, Snoop got to be in there, and Bill Clinton. What the fuck? Why Bill Clinton? I gotta throw Bill in there, man. We got—I mean, he's a legend. He's a—he's a smoking legend. Might Is not he? be for the right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't inhale. You remember Bill? Bill been putting it down forever, man. Bill been, yeah, yep. Like, how I, old are you? I'm 29. Oh, you're a baby. But like, I know Bill Clinton. But yeah. like, do, are you saying he—he he actually publicly smokes? 
No. We'll get a lot of comments in here <laughs> that put you up on game about Bill Clinton and the weed. Really? Put Bill Clinton in that major rotation for sure. We can't leave Bill out. See, they already done forgot about you, Bill. I got you, bro. <laughs> We're going to bring you back into the rotation. They done kick Bill out the rotation. I'm bringing him back. Would you ever add Hillary in there? I mean, for sure, because she the boss for real, for real. You know what I mean? So for sure. Like, so we got to smoke with Big Hill to get the Big Bill. <laughs> Did you know when the world was shocked about Snoop being like, I'm done smoking? Were you in on the joke? Did you know this shit? Or do I you wasn't in on it, but I didn't believe that shit. Yeah. There's no way that that nigga was stopping <laughs> smoking weed ever, yo. Like anybody who believed it or all the people who did believe it, I was just, it was just so funny because I'm like, bruh. Y'all are falling for it. Like, that that's why he's doing it. It got so many fucking comments. The Did whole, you believe it? I didn't believe it because I was like, I am also on the side of, like, business and media being like, there's got to be an angle. Yeah. There's no fucking way he's just posting himself crying, being like, I'm done smoking. Like, yeah. for what? Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. There's got to be now, like, a follow-up to be like, I'm launching this new product. Yeah, for sure. Or, like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even want to text him. Because I know he had, like, a list of people who had texted him. Yeah. So I was probably, like, 10th on that list. He might have answered, like, the first three, but I knew I wasn't getting no answer. So I'm like, I'm going to just wait. Yeah, you're like, I'll just wait it out. I'll see. And then. Man, I'm going to text his son or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you're from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yep. I'm from Pennsylvania. So PA represent. All day. Um, For high school. Mm Mm-hmm. Obviously, I know you got started young with music, but like socially, if I was to ask kids from your high school, like, what were you like? What do you think they would say? They'd be like, Cam was cool as hell. And he was always handing out CDs. That's my real name, Cameron. And everybody (laughs) called me Cam. They'd be like, Cam was always rapping. He was always telling people he was going to be on because that's all I did. And I was just the same way. Big hoodie, cargos, book bag full of weed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> same shit how were you back then with the girls super smooth <laughs> yeah i'm 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 the man <laughs> uh, yeah but i'm i'm super i'm like low-key mm-hmm. i'm not like out there but i'm i'm sweet i'm handsome i'm funny so i definitely know how to use that to my advantage when you were interested in a girl back then, yeah. what would be your approach? You want to get the girl, what are you doing? I'm just talking to her. Just straight up spending time, putting that work in. We talking eighth grade. I'm writing letters. I'm showing up to the class before the bell with the letter. You give me yours, <laughs> I give you mine. You give me one, I give you two. I'm folding it up like a heart. Oh, All that. You're good. Yeah, yep. Ooh. We going high school. <laughs> Um, we on the phone all night. I'm making you mixtapes. You know what I mean? Like oh, wow. little playlists and all of that. Um, I got a car, so I'm taking you to the movies. <laughs> we going out to eat. I'm buying you nice little Valentine's Day gifts. I'm buying you. We get matching sneakers. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, all of that. Oh my god. Uh huh. So they must have all fallen in love. Not all of them. Because there was more popular boys in school. I wasn't like, I wasn't the ad. There was athletes and, mm. you know, dudes were like, they had money already in, oh, in yeah. high school. It was different in, in my high school. Like, them niggas had money. Right. The athletes but, um, were like. I was trying to keep up. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I think if a man made me a mixtape <laughs> when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I would have been like, okay, this is it. We got to get married. That's yeah. fucking hot. Like, yeah. that's dope. That's unique. Yeah, for sure. Did you ever go to prom? I did go to prom. I went to three proms. <gasps> Wait, tell me everything. Yeah. Did you ask all of them or did they ask you? I got asked to to, to, to these three particular proms. The last prom was my favorite one. First one was cool, too. But <laughs> my last one was my favorite one because I went to prom with a girl that I went to elementary school with. Oh, wow. And it was so cute because I had a crush on her back there. Her name mm-hmm. was Mia. She's like the prettiest girl in school. And me and her, we had a crush on each other, but we never talked to each other or did anything or dated or none of that. We just was like, oh, we're family because we were young. So we're like, we're family, but we liked each other. And then I moved away from Pittsburgh and then I came back and she was fine as hell. And I'm like, God damn. Mia. She, yeah. I'm like, Mia. She's like, oh shit, you're Cam. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, cause I was taller and she was bad and I'm the tall skinny homie. <laughs> So, but we didn't even date throughout high school, but we just went to prom together just to like cap it off. 
Damn. That tension was there. And did you ever hook up? No, we didn't hook up. We didn't kiss. We didn't do nothing. You just kept it family. Yeah, we kept it. We kept it. Kept it solid. Damn. Proud of myself. Proud of you. You had it with the girls. I was tall. Well, I still am tall. Mm -hmm. You I'm still handsome. are. Mm -hmm. I'm funny. <laughs> Sounds like a, pr a good prom date to me. <laughs> so good. Was there a specific moment when you look back that you're like, damn, I made it and I'm I know I'm going to have a successful career in this industry. Yeah, I think that happened when I was like 23. Okay. Like right before I put Black and Yellow out. Mm. Um, I was working on a lot of mixtape stuff at that time. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> it was getting, it was super popular on the internet. <clears throat> but it was like starting to translate into shows where I was doing like, you know, 5,000, 10,000. I'm like, God damn, it's a lot of people. And then, like, all the famous people started coming out of the cut. Like, everybody started hitting me up and just wanting to be a part of it or wanting to see me or wanting to come to my show. And I remember Jay-Z was at one of my shows. And I'm just so normal, like, regular at the time. So I'm just used to everybody, like, you know, coming and going. And then um, a label was trying to sign me, so they brought Jay-Z to the show. And then they introduced us. They was like, hey, Wiz, this is Jay. And I was like, what's up, bro? And then I, so I was just like, what's up, man? And then I was going to the stage. And then I stopped. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, wait, Jay-Z? I'm like, don't just say the J. Say the Z part, too. He was like, uh, like just. I'm like, god damn, nigga. I almost walked straight past you. But Jay-Z was at my show like before I even like blew all the way up. I made sure I got a picture and because I'm a really, really big Ho fan. Yeah. But it was like at those moments right there, I'm like, what the fuck? Dude. I'm like right about to go on stage in two seconds. I'm like, Jay-Z is here. I, w I went and told my DJ, like, bruh, Hove is, is here. He was like, what the fuck? So, yeah, shit like that started happening. Damn. That's when I knew, like, yeah, all right. We, Shit's changing. Yeah, we, get, we getting up out of here. The fact that you almost just walked right by him. Yeah, it was cool. Like, it was just like a buddy. You're like, what's up? What the fuck? What the fuck, yeah, I'm glad I Yeah, I'm glad I noticed because he was just like, Jay. I'm like, all right, A, <laughs> B, C. <laughs> but, You're like, fuck the yeah, Z. You yeah, could have helped me out there. Yeah. Damn, that's dope to have someone that obviously successful and so incredibly influential in the music space i mean that must have just been so cool for you to yeah. even just see someone like that you clearly looked up to to even just be like being at one of your shows yeah that's wild yeah, that's like a dream though that's someone like you can't even make that story up Not like for sure. that's one of those like of course that's an i made it moment for sure 100 percent. obviously you've been in now the industry for like almost two decades what is the hardest lesson that you've learned? Uh, the hardest lesson that I learned is probably like the waves that shit happens in. Mm -hmm. um, like when you're not a new artist anymore and you're transitioning through those, those points. Mm -hmm. um, it's just because you put in so much work and you expect like that work to stick but in this industry and especially in rap music um everything is just so trendy and disposable mm -hmm. and whatever era that you lived in or or existed in it comes and it goes so fast and you don't realize that it's coming and going mm -hmm. so um like for me uh, being a parent is like really really important so I didn't focus as much on music as I did on family and and spending time at home so in two three years I watch numbers change I watch all types of things change to where I thought like that shit was just there and it's not you got to really like chase after that shit and go for it and I think that's where a lot of artists, um, you know, find themselves like at a crossroads of like where they, if they want to do it or not, yep. because when you have to hit that reset button and go hard like you did back in the day just to re-earn that respect and re-earn that attention and remind people of the things that you're capable of, it could be frustrating. 
And it can be like, man, I don't want to do that shit or I don't got time for that. I got other shit to put my energy to. You know what I mean? So I think that's like the the biggest and the hardest thing that I had to like learn about this shit. Well, I think it's, I appreciate that answer too because it's so sadly, like it's such a formula in music. I feel like we see like, people when they're hot like we could name the people right now that are like everyone has their attention and everyone's focusing on this person Mm -hmm. and when it goes in waves it must be so hard as an artist to be like i may if anything be more like well suited for my craft now i'm better at it i know how to handle it better and yet once you're not the new hot thing people love to be like you're fucking irrelevant you're not as cool anymore you're different you're this you're that you're growing, but yeah, I can imagine because I as a creator have it too, like Mm -hmm. doing this a certain amount of time, people saying shit like, oh, it's not as this anymore, that anymore. I would hope it's not the same. I want to fucking grow and be different, but it's tough when people try to like make you feel like you don't belong there anymore when you probably feel like you've never belonged here more. Like you've got this shit on wrap now. Yeah, that's a great way of saying it is like you're more ready and prepared now than ever but it's like even just your attempts or your tries at doing shit they don't get looked at as the same because it's not as what it was before yeah and then even like you know just being in the industry it's it's clear when people are or aren't fucking with you yeah so it's like when they are fucking with you you're at every party you're at every show you're at every this and then when they're not fucking with you you're calling and you're like hey this party's coming up and they're like, I know, but you don't have an invite this year. You're like, damn, they really ain't fucking with me. And I didn't do nothing. I didn't change. No. I just maybe didn't put up the numbers that they wanted me to, or they just got more people that they're in line to do things for. So it's like fighting for that position or just, you know, be staying on top of your game creatively. But we do this for attention. We want mm-hmm. to bring attention and we want to expand our bla- our platform and we want to see it grow. Mm-hmm. So when there's things that, you know, not necessarily get in the way, but even like the algorithms and things mm-hmm. like that, they change, they move and you kind of get flushed out of the system and you have to go against that. You have to figure out new ways to get attention yep because that's what you that's what you do this shit for you can't act like you don't want it right 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 (laughs) like you got to be hungry for it but sometimes you're gonna have to shift it up a little bit in ways that you're like i don't want to fucking do this but it's also like in order to get your music back out there and have people re-engage like you got to have a strategy but i do really respect you saying that like you spent so much time on family Mm -hmm. and wanting to be there with your son yeah i think that's something that of course, you can always look back and wonder, like, could you have made different business decisions? Even when you're like you're spending so much time on business, we always think that even when it's all business, like, mm-hmm. could I have made a different decision? So like spending time with your son, mm-hmm. you're never going to look back and be like, could I have, you know, you spend as much time as you could with exactly. him. That's yeah. that's amazing. I'm super proud of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And I do it all over again and I'm still going to continue to mm-hmm. do it. Even in this stage of like, all right, I'm ready to start going hard and doing things again. He's always going to be right there. Yeah, exactly. For sure. We're going to play a game. Let's do this. This episode is brought to you by eBay. You know real when you get it, right, Daddy Gang? It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee, and you'll feel it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guaranteed, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. So ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Tap the banner to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Some things work so well. It's basically magic. Like my favorite highlighters that I'm like, wow, how did you all of a sudden make me look glowing? And you know what else really works, Dottie Gang? Shopify. It is a global commerce platform that helps you sell. 
I've seen a big difference in my online merch sales. They are especially good at turning browsers into buyers. I can see someone that's been on the site but didn't check out or someone that checked out and then is revisiting the site. Like if you want to grow your business, Daddy Gang, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash unwell, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash unwell. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, gift mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. I'm going to give you a topic, and I just want to know your opinion on it. All right. We're going to start easy. Are they quick or, like, just rapid fire, or are we going in? Let's see how we feel about each topic. There's a couple I know we'll go in on. Okay. This one should be pretty quick. Okay. This episode is the first episode of the new year. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. What is your take on making New Year's resolutions? Do you do it? Yeah, I do. Really? New Year's resolutions. What is your what it's going to be this year? This year, um, shit, I don't have one for this year. <laughs> I don't, man. It's okay. I don't because last year was quit drinking, okay. and I did that the whole year. Yeah, yeah. Still sober. Still sober. From liquid. Yeah. Not you know. Cali sober. <laughs> yeah. So I believe in New Year's resolutions. They're good goals. Um, the type of New Year's resolutions I be setting is like. Be a better friend. <laughs> Be more thoughtful. <laughs> Call my mom more often. Like shit that you could actually do. Like you know what I'm yeah. saying. Like not be like fucking get a fatter ass before the end of the year. Like that's not a New Year's resolution. For some people, it is, Wiz. Okay. You gotta set achievable goals, <laughs> and some of y'all ain't getting no ass. Unless they do it surgically. I'm dead. Unless you find somebody to pay for that motherfucker, and then you all good. Have you ever paid for someone's BBL? No, nah, I haven't. Wow. I'm gonna get uh, some titties for for this this particular special somebody oh that's nice are those the first tits you've ever bought first tits i ever bought wow i don't know why i'm so reluctant why your girlfriend right now wants some she wants some titties and why don't you want her to get them i don't not want her to get them i'm just like i don't know it's just like i'm just i haven't wrapped my head Mm -hmm. i haven't become that dude Mm -hmm. who's like here we go and you know what i have actually because i've purchased multiple plastic surgeries for my baby's mother and didn't give a fuck so i don't know i don't think it's see surgery to me is like i don't know if i'm old school but i'm not a woman Mm -hmm. so i don't have like the enhancement mind state Mm -hmm. where it's like the things that i don't like I just go ahead and fucking enhance it. Mm -hmm. But there's no problem with it. Like, there's nothing. I'm not against it. I think if you got it, you want to do it, go for it. Mm -hmm. But, like, being close to me and being like, yo, spend your money on this, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around it because I'm not the enhancement dude. Mm -hmm. But now that time is going on, I'm down with enhancements. I think it's also hard for women because it's like, there's women being like, because I know guys like this. Yeah. And so I think obviously guys don't have like oh, the this female is such gaze. A crazy fucking. Uh, it's a topic that we could go down. You said the guys don't have the female gaze? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Like, we're not like, oh my God, like staring at all these different body parts expecting much as long as right. like you've got a functioning dick, like right. should be good to go. Right. And like, even they if got you, those, you can enhance that these yeah, days. Yeah, you could. You yeah, could. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But even still, it's like you're not looking through our pants to see. No, like, you you tr- you could try. You could try. Put yeah. on those gray sweatpants, and we'll like try to like. It's see not if we really can like see accurate you. though. Like you know what I mean? No, you're right. But I think we're. <laughs> <laughs> but even when guys have like dad bods, like mm-hmm. 
girls don't really give a fuck but guys it's like do you have a nice ass do you have nice tits do you have like a slim waist it's like we're exhausted Wiz you know what it is about me (laughs) I'd be like I like a girl for what she has like Mm -hmm. if she has small boobs I like them little titties Mm -hmm. like they're perfectly fine but I get it in her head where it's like I want some big boobs I see fucking big boobs on TV I see how you react when you see big boobs. Mm-hmm. I don't got big boobs, so I want what I think mm-hmm. that you like. But it's hard to explain to a woman that yeah. your your little tits are fine. Like, uh, they're cool. They're cute. They're, they're sweet. You know what you I mean? You love them. Yeah, they're awesome. Have you told her that, though? Like, I 100%. love. 100%. Okay. I love your little boobs. Multiple. But she don't love the little boobs. She okay. wants, like, some nice little perkies. Okay. I can't blame her, you know? It's a lot, of, it's a lot going on out here. <laughs> Pull out your checkbook. But that's the thing. It's like with dudes, I'm like, now you know what we going through. I see fucking <laughs> huge ripped fucking 210 pound no. shredded dudes. I'm a buck 70. I'm like, I don't know what you really like. You might you might you might be acting like you like a buck 70, but you might want this fool to toss you up in the air. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Like y'all are just better at hiding that shit. We are. We see some boobs and we don't know how to act. <laughs> <laughs> literally it's like actually pathetic at times like you see a guy and he's just like and you're like i know if i turn i'm gonna see fucking tits because why is his head literally like, cranking yeah, they're tits for sure you you seen them too they're great tits are great <laughs> they are they're awesome are you more of an ass guy or a tit guy i love ass okay i love ass because it could be tone it can be thick it could be soft it could mm-hmm. be small and petite i like i like all types of ass yeah, yeah. You just like big boobs. <laughs> no, I'm, I like nice boobs. Nice boobs. Yeah, really nice boobs. Mm-hmm. They could be perky, like small ones, or mm-hmm. they could be like boobs the, the large ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that we started this conversation, oh, New Year's resolutions. Yeah, and, somehow and I was we... talking about getting a fatter ass, and we started talking about enhancements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Okay, next one. Okay. What is your take on going to the strip club with your friends or solo when you're in a relationship, like you're not bringing your girl, you're going alone. Yeah, you should you should be able to go to strip club. I should be able to go to strip club, one hundred percent alone. Alone. What are you doing there? Throwing money, <laughs> watching ass, <laughs> looking at some ass. Are you touching it? Yeah. Are you going in a back room? Nah. No. No private dances. I don't do lap dances either. Why? That's just too much for me, like, you know what I mean? I don't really want it all, uh, not it, I don't really want that, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of energy all on me. Oh, it's too much for you? Not too much, but it's like, I'm here to enjoy it. That's that's too much enjoyment. Mm, Like Like, you're like paying for like a boner. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's too much enjoyment. (laughs) Looking at it, smacking it. You know what I mean? If if she if that's what she's into, of course, of because course. Because most women they'll let you know like where where they want you to go with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm cool just throwing money. Like honestly, just just throwing some cash, hearing some great music and watching some ass shake. Yeah, support, smoking some weed. Support the girls. You know what I mean? Pay somebody's bills for 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 a month or two. We love sugar daddy Wiz. Yeah, for we sure. Supportive Wiz. Yeah, supportive Wiz. Yeah, I'm supportive Wiz. Have you ever had a girlfriend that does not support you going to the strip club without her? No. Really? No. Nah. I just don't surround myself with those types of people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't surround myself with those type of humans that won't let me have fun. Because I got a lot of girls whiz writing in being like, I'm so fucking sick of it. My boyfriend, my fiance, my husband is always going to the strip club with his boys. What, what can you tell my girls to make them feel better? I could tell your girls to gather her girls up and y'all go do the same goddamn thing. Yeah, get you some homegirls, and y'all go do the same thing. Y'all either go see some niggas take their clothes off and shake their thing in your face, or you go see some fat ass, too. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you into. Get the homegirls, leave the homeboys wherever they at, and y'all go do the exact same thing. 
It's a great answer. I yeah. do feel like sometimes we're focusing way too much on what the guys are doing. It's way like, let's much. go have fun yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Who gives a fuck what he's doing? I think it's hot if a chick like has shit to do. Like if she's like, yo, you go do your thing. I'm going to go do my thing. Yeah. Like I'm not going to press you. Like, you know what I'm saying? We could do hella shit together mm-hmm. for sure. I want to do everything with you. Mm-hmm. But if this one or two things that we got to separate and do, we should be fine. Mm-hmm. We should be completely fine. Completely. Both of us. <laughs> we should be all right. Do you like going to the strip club with your girlfriend? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Hell yeah. I like I like going to the strip club with my girl. Okay, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. What is your take on reality TV? I love reality TV. You do? Yeah, man. What I are your favorite shows? I mean, I like to watch Ratchet shit, so I watch Baddies. Um, I'm watching the villain show, The House of Villains, right now on E. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. It's super good. Amorosa's on there. Uh, Bobby J's on there. New York was on there. Oh, I'm OG reality TV, bro. I love this. I didn't know. Flavor of Love. Oh. I love New York. Real What was world. that show? Did you ever watch um, Tila Tequila? Tila Tequila. That was OG. Yeah, yeah. I'm super I'm super into reality. I used to want to be on reality TV. Really? When Real World was cracking, man. I wanted to be on Real World. I thought I had something to bring to really? the game. Like, know? explain what you thought you could bring to that game. Personality. Yeah. I thought I had a great personality people wanted to see on TV, which obviously I do. Obviously. And I wanted to max some chicks for show mm-hmm. in the house. I was like, I'm just going to be a big old player on TV. And just let everybody know how, how cool I am. How do you think you would do if you were The Bachelor? If I was The Bachelor? I'm not clean enough to be The Bachelor. You know what I mean? I mean you could spice it up a little bit, though. Yeah, yeah. But The Bachelor, he kind of square. Like, you know what I mean? That's why I like Flavor of Love. Like, that one that one was cool. Um, <laughs> for the love of Ray J, you remember that one? Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that yep. was so... That, oh, my God. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some, like... I'm, I fucking love reality TV. That yeah. shit is just, like, crack. I just love to sit and I like, watch I it. Like the dating, I like the dating shows. I don't think I could do the one where you're, like, trying to find my love, though. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about all of that. Which one? You, like the ones where you're like the best. Oh, trying to find love. Like you yeah. could be down for reality TV, like Survivor or Survivor, some shit. Whoa, Big Brother. Yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. That shit is like we're living in a house and you're doing like tasks and shit like that. But you couldn't do the for love. Not the why for not? love shit. Um, why not? Why wouldn't I be? Honestly, because they would just be kissing each other in the mouth, and that shit is kind of nasty to me. Like, when I just be seeing all of them, like, line up and kiss. I know eventually in life, like, that happens, but to see it, it just it just makes it too real. <laughs> I, I'm assuming you've kissed multiple women in one night, yeah. but I get what you're saying. of like, <laughs> I'm trying to think. In one night? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I'm, nah, if I'm making out with a chick, it's pretty much her. Or if we're having a threesome, then right. yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah, Three. all right, cool. Three's a company. There you yeah, go. All right. Do you have threesomes often? I have had a lot of threesomes, yes. Really? Yeah. You're like the king of threesomes. Not the king of them, but like a lot of women like me, and like <laughs> they be wanting to share, and I'm down. So you've had a girlfriend be like, I'm going to bring someone in. No, not oh. in a relationship. Okay. No, nah, no. Okay. Yeah, single, single only. Do you like threesomes? Like, I is love it? Them. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever done it with another guy? No. Okay. I'm I'm cool off of that. <laughs> that that's not, to me, that's not considered a threesome. But I understand in in a world where it is considered a threesome. For sure, but not that's not your idea of a threesome. That's not my. You idea You want of a two chicks, two girls. Have two you girls. ever had them fight over you? Like you gave one too much attention. Yes, it happens really often. Talk to me about it. Um, a lot of women aren't cut out for threesomes. That's what it is. You got to be programmed really, really differently mm-hmm. to and to do it and enjoy it, uh-huh. and some it's a it's a competitive thing it gets competitive it it takes a lot of confidence Mm -hmm. confidence is key (laughs) and you know you just got to be having fun with it like sometimes it might go in this direction or that direction but you just got to be able to bring it back sometimes people don't make it through that (laughs) yeah like one position you're really focusing on someone else and the other girl, which usually maybe one girl would feel comfortable being like, ooh, guys, do your thing. I'm over here. Mm-hmm. Another girl could start crying in the corner. That's That gets real, really awkward. <laughs> I, 
I, I think like when there's you don't think there's feelings involved and then yeah. there start to become like feelings involved, that's when it gets tricky. That is shit be when someone says, which I encourage all my girls listening, like you don't need to have a fucking threesome with the guy you like. Yeah. Even if he wants to, if you don't want to do it, just be like, fuck no, I don't want to do it. Yeah. But if you are the one that's like, yeah, let's do it. Right. Then just make sure you're ready for that because yeah. we don't need you crying in the bedroom being all upset. Yeah, yeah, like. And you were just doing it to be like hot or cool. I mean, honestly, if that's what you got to do for you to figure out that you ain't ready for that shit, get it out the way. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then just be like, yo, I'm not doing that. Right. <laughs> like, Listen, we'll have the threesome. You figure out your feelings. But while you're figuring it out. Let's yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got to have a threesome clause. <laughs> <laughs> what is your take on shirtless selfies at the gym? Shirtless at the gym. We talking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm down. I'm down. If y'all are allowed to do the the ass pick with the with the one toe up, you know what I mean, showing that thing off. What I do know about shirtless picks in the, in the gym, you're not as freaking swole as you feel like you are. Ooh. Yeah, you're never you're never really as big or mm-hmm. as coming off as menacing as you think you are so it's better to just keep them to yourself that is kind of sad if you like go back and look at the picture you took and you're like hey that that i don't look as good as i thought i yeah, did yeah no, no, no. like the abs Hell aren't no. abbing yeah. the arms aren't arming yeah nothing's going on nah, it's better to, to do what i did get a candid cameraman to get some nice angles if you sweating you know what i mean just let one pick just be your legacy <laughs> I let that. This one pick is going to follow me forever. I'm good. <laughs> so I don't got to do that shit no more. The <laughs> fact that people are going to listen to this and be like, all right, fuck. Like, should I just start bringing a cameraman to the gym with me to get that shot? Yeah. No, it's going to start being an Instagram photo shoot at every fucking LA Fitness and all that shit. It already is. <laughs> There's tripod setups and all this shit. But you like a good selfie. I fuck with a good selfie. How do you feel when people, if people make fun of you online for a selfie? Can't make fun of me. It's, 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 it's pointless. I look too good. If I post it, it's for a reason. Yeah, yep. It's a good answer. Mm-hmm. What is your take on camping? <laughs> camping. I'm down with camping. You are? Yeah, yep. Do you frequent camping? I don't. No. <laughs> you can consider being on a tour bus. In the summertime, no. behind the the venue camping. Do you often go camping? Actual camping, not in a tour bus. Nah, no. I don't you, got time have for you that ever shit. been? You go. I, I have been as a kid, but I don't got time for that shit. If but I'm down with camping because you can do mushrooms. Mm-hmm. What was you about to say? You was about to ask me if I go camping well. No, I was going to ask if your son asked you tomorrow to go camping. Would you say yes? Hell yeah. Okay, so we're going camping. Let's pretend we're going ca- camping. You're going to do mushrooms. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, we're going to watch some good movies. Wait, no. What? You can't go camping and watch electronics. Why not? It defeats the point of camping. You talking about going in a tent? I'm way too player to be sleeping in a fucking tent. And I would never let my son sleep in a tent either. But he was, if he was like, Daddy, I saw this book in school. I want a tent and I want to go into the wilderness and camp. Okay, so this is what we'll do. We'll have a nice ass situation set up over here. And then we can put the tent outside of that. And when we get tired of that shit, we going back inside and watching Scarface. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I'm not sleeping in no tent. I'm 6'5". I'm that tent's going to be big as hell. <laughs> so we might as well just go ahead and do the real thing. Wow. Okay, so you're going to fake it? You're going to fake it? That's not faking it. <laughs> there be some baller-ass camping setups. I'm sorry. I I don't know what kind of camping you're talking about. Listen, I want to go camping with <laughs> you guys. You're talking about some History Channel <laughs> shit. I'm talking about some baller ass. I be seeing how y'all be camping. Them campers. It's like glamping. Yeah, them shit's as big as hell. They be having three, four slide outs. They be having master bedrooms, jacuzzis. Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you talking about. <laughs> 
That is, in a nutshell, Wiz Khalifa's ideal version of camping. Hell yeah. Brought to you by Collar Daddy. We're going to go grocery shopping before we get there. Yeah, we'll be good. It'll be fun as hell. I bet you everybody will be wanting to be on my shit instead of in the fucking tent. <laughs> everybody will be coming over to me like, knock, was, knock. We was waiting on you to pull up, fam. Telling you. What type of person do you think enjoys camping? The type that I'm describing. You talking about white people? <laughs> 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 facts yeah white white people <laughs> nah there's some uh some outdoorsy black folks but i don't know them <laughs> i'm dead that is so good what do you think of cruises <clears throat> you ever go on oh a like going on a cruise i'm not really i'm not really like with the cruise how do you feel about boats? Boats? I fuck with boats. Really? Yeah, I fuck with a boat. Ooh, I get kind of like seasick. Yeah, I've seen some, you know, some seasick people. I fuck oh. with a boat, though. Just the <laughs> idea of being out on the waves and ripping it. Like, you know what I mean? That shit's hella fun. The fact that you just <laughs> said that you have seen, you're like, oh, yeah, I've seen some seasick people. Yeah. That's me. Yeah, Every time? Not every time, but like, I got to really focus. You know what you got to do? What? smoke before that's what i'm saying don't you think that'll make me like a no, little like Ooh. weed combats nausea bro really yeah hit the weed go on the boat do you enjoy think, life do you think you just made that up it's scientific fact <laughs> i don't think it is i'm telling you all right cool so next time you gotta go on a boat next time and you don't have anything else to do just listen like my little voice in your head you know what i mean let it I'm echo gonna smoke and if i yeah. vomit i'll let you know you were gonna vomit anyway so <laughs> thanks yeah. last one what is your take on the mile high club oh the mile high club i'm cool i i fuck with the mile high club i haven't joined the mile high club personally Nah, man, because I'm six five. Like you know, right. just being this tall, I've had some, <laughs> I've had some really cool jets, mm. but th it just wasn't the vibe. It wasn't the vibe. It wasn't the vibe. I also just think sometimes it's like logistically, it's a little too difficult. Even if you're not six five, yeah. it's like it's just a hassle. Like just wait till you land. It seems like it would be mm -hmm. if I was with like a chick who's just like so fucking hot. It's just like, oh, it's just like, we're just like getting to it on the plane. I'd totally be down, but I'm yeah. not the dude who's just going to sit there and like, you know, start it out of nowhere just because like I could, I could wait. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I could fucking wait. Right. You don't need it that bad. I could wait. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um. All right. We said that you're in a relationship. How long have you been in this relationship with this lady? I think four, five years. I don't know. Oh, wow. Four years, maybe. That's pretty long. It is, right? That's serious. It's pretty, pretty all right. That's how did you guys meet? Uh, just out and about. Out and about. Yeah. At yeah. the strip club. No, nah, not at the strip club. We at like a friend's house. Nah, I was. I went to this uh this event. It was supposed to be a like a little get together, mm -hmm. but it was more like an event. Cool. And she was working at the event, <laughs> and we ended up just chilling, kind of just talking and shit. Cause me, I'm more low key. So anytime I go anywhere, mm -hmm. I'm not around the other like famous people or celebrities or anything mm -hmm. like that. I always go in the corner and just chill and mm -hmm. smoke and do my thing. So she was down to chill and smoke and be in the corner with me. I don't blame her. I don't and, either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think and, anyone does. Yeah. Five years later, we still kicking it. I feel like you've always kind of openly talk about like co-parenting. Like, yeah. how is co-parenting going with Amber? It's good. It's fun. That's amazing. Well, not fun, but like, right. <laughs> I think I'm in a good situation like with her as a co-parent. Yeah. Um, you know, just especially through time, like things have just eased up and become a lot more enjoyable and just regular of a process. Yeah. Um, all, all the irregular shit has been worked out and and we're past everything that, you know, I think would cause people to be dysfunctional. So at this point, it's way easier to just run things smoothly than it is for it not to be smooth. Yeah, like yeah. why not for your son's sake just be 
on good terms yeah. and be able to show up together places and do shit for him. Yeah. But I agree with you. I'm sure time makes it a lot easier because like when you first end a relationship, it's it's always difficult. Yeah. Even Like no matter if you're like still in love or not in love, like it's tough when you leave a relationship. And yeah. obviously you have this beautiful child. Do you think that you guys would have put in as much work as you guys did to be like cordial and good if you guys didn't have so much history? Mm, yeah, I think I think Amber's a good girl. She's just a sweet person. Mm hmm. That's why I originally, you know, fell in love with her and wanted to start a family with her because mm -hmm. I see all of those qualities in her. And uh, us not working out in a relationship doesn't mean that we're not still great people. Yep. And we're just great partners right now. And, um, you know, the things that she does inform me on or anything, that I'm there for. But if it's like, if it doesn't involve me, then that's not a part of our conversation that's not part of how we deal with shit and i think that's really productive it's just not bringing outside shit yeah into, you know what happens with what's important she's really good at keeping that away and i'm really good at keeping that away too and we just you know we we bond and we we kick it we spend time together mm -hmm. um i think that's important for sebastian too mm -hmm. and like my parents were divorced and there was no way they were being in the same room together like, they can just now kind of be in the same room together, and they're not talking to each other. But um, I think that not only just functioning and being like, oh, yeah, it's for the baby, but showing him, like, yo, we could go here, we can go there, yeah. we stand up for each other, we're at parent-teacher conferences together, Love that. we're at your concerts together, like, you know, we go above and beyond for that man. Do you ever have to, like, set expectations when you're getting into a new relationship? <laughs> Uh, to be like, this is my relationship with Sebastian's mom, and like you have to be cool with it. Yeah, it's really difficult, man. Yeah, it's more difficult than I thought it was going to be, actually, because I'm super duper open about um, the boundaries that me and Amber have. But um, I think it's probably difficult for anybody that she deals with too, um, because we're so vocal about the love that we have for each other, and. I'm a powerful person in what I do, and she's powerful in what she does. So it's like a little bit of intimidation there. Like, they're going to be like, oh, you'll always go back to him, or he can call you right now, and you'll just go running. Mm -hmm. And that might or might not be the case, but if she's focused on you at the time, that's not the conversations that y'all need to be having. Yeah. And then same thing for me where it's like, I'm not going to mistreat her to make any woman feel better. Mm -hmm. So if you expect me to, you know, badmouth her or keep a conversation short with her or not, you know, laugh when I'm on the phone where just simple shit. Yeah. It's like we we going to have a fucking problem because I'm going to be good to her, you know what I mean? And that's just something that not that you're just going to have to accept, but you're going to have to really enjoy that. You're going to have to want that for me. You know what I mean? That's going to have to make you happy too. It might be hard. It might be difficult. We might be. There's going to be a lot of like, you know, in my situation, there is a lot of bumps where we have to have the conversation. And I think that just communication, open communication, me being understanding where it's like I, I understand that you feel like this and you you could think these things. But it's up to me to, you know, put that confidence back there. Yeah. And I can only do it with my words and my actions. And if you ain't got it, then you ain't got it. So that 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 that's going we'll figure that out in time as well. Like I'm not really gonna carry anybody through the shit because that that situation is permanent. That is there. So it's not about you know making somebody understand it who ain't gonna get it. You just really have to be built for that shit. Yeah, I mean that's such a mature way to look at it too because I think again like it all ties back to one you have respect for. Amber and mm -hmm. you guys have this amazing thing that you brought into life which is Sebastian this beautiful child mm -hmm. and so I think it's a really healthy way that you're looking at it and you're right I can imagine it's hard for some people like right. I can imagine that some people couldn't handle that dynamic and mm -hmm. that's okay mm -hmm. but I think you're right and like don't try to then change how I treat her just because you can't handle it like right. and it's and it's not anyone's fault it's just like you kind of got to test out the boundaries yeah fascinating I think it's it's not it's like almost you're damned if you do you damned if you yeah. don't 
Because on the opposite side of it, she can be fucking crazy and be calling and who's around my son and blah, blah, blah. You wouldn't enjoy that. So you would much rather us be on good terms. So true. So just figure out which fucking one you want to deal with and let's get it. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a good way to look at it, though. You're like, I really fuck with her and I'm happy it's her. So, like, let's just let that be. And now you guys have your own separate lives also. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, what are your you and your son's favorite things to do together? We love to watch movies. We love to play basketball. We love to listen to music. Um, he likes being on tour with me. I took him on tour last Aww. year. We spent a lot of time on tour and just him being on stage and just ripping it with his homies. So cute. Yeah, that's, that's a good bonding time for us. We like to go bowling. Oh. I just involve him in everything that I do. I, I take my low riders out on Sundays. So he he comes out with me with his friends. We go low riding. He's so um, cute. I think right now, like our biggest thing is just getting dressed. Like, he loves clothes. Oh, he's super into clothes. Are you helping him? Yeah. So he he runs to me. He's like, "Yo, Dado." Like, he calls me Dado. He don't call me Daddy or oh, Dad. Okay, Dado. So he's like, "Yo, Dado, I need you to help me pick out a fit." I already got this, but I just need blah 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 blah. So I'm like, "Let me see." That's hard. I like it. <laughs> Colors is there. Got this piece. Got that piece. You lit. I just need a jacket and a hat. Go in my closet. Go grab one. Whatever you want. Like we 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 we, we put them things together. That is so cute. Yeah, and also because yeah. you're so into fashion, it must be so cool to see like kind of a mini version of yourself staring mm-hmm. up at you, being like, "Dad, do you like this?" And you're yeah. like, "Fuck, my son's cool." Yeah. No, I love it. <laughs> I love the fact that he takes pride in his appearance. That's where I learned how to take pride in my appearance. Uh, yeah. From my dad. Yeah. There my you dad go. used to make me pick out five outfits a week. He'd be like, iron your clothes, pick your outfits out. Um, not just jeans and t shirts. You got to switch it up. You know what I mean? Like, he really, really instilled that in me is like yeah. taking pride in my appearance, having a nice watch, wearing cologne, making sure my hair was done. I always wanted to grow my hair. I always had long hair. I never really liked having short hair. Yeah. So, but he would be like, Cam, you look fucking crazy. Like, what the fuck? Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, that that's where my pride comes from in my appearance. And to be instilling that same pride in my son, it, it feels really good. Also, I saw the cutest video. I think it, like, went viral on the internet of you taking your son to Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, He yeah. is so cute. Yeah. He's a big Taylor fan. He's an OG Swifty, man. Damn. It cracks me up. It's so cute. It's so sweet. Because he plays, like, really, like, hard, tough music <laughs> around his friends. And then he'll be studying and he'll be just, like, singing some real sweet song or, like, harmonizing. I'm like, you're so sweet, buddy. I love you, It's boy. adorable. Like, he really, his palette for music is just, like, it's all over the place. I love that for him. Do you think he's going to get into the industry? Um, I could see him getting into the industry. I could see him doing something, like, okay. with his personality. Oh. Like, just because with me... Um, I'm a great musician and that's where I, I put the majority of my work is just like learning and studying music mm-hmm. because it's an art. Yeah. But people are in love with me. They love my personality. They love my smile. They love my point of view on things. And I can see him being somebody like that where just his taste in whatever is going to be valued, whether yeah. it's clothes whether it's movies, whether he wants to direct, whether he plays sports in high school, he's just going to freaking be the fucking maestro to his own goddamn uh, classical masterpiece, bro. I love it. I love that. And you're a supportive dad, so he's going to feel really excited and empowered to do it. Screaming, (laughs) crying. I'm going to be I'm going to be so embarrassing. (laughs) I was going to say, like, how has fatherhood changed you? Um, fatherhood for me, I think it, it, it let me know like what I'm really good at and what I'm really here for. Mm-hmm. Cause like I said, I love to do music. And if you would have asked me before I had a kid, like what my purpose was, I'd be like to be an entertainer, to be on that stage. And really now I just know that that's my gift, like is to just understand timing and human emotions and how to bring that out. And I understand that I have to work at it for it to be what it is. Mm. But being a dad, like, that's something that, like, naturally, like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm. 
there is no book there's nobody to study there is no anything that tells you like how to be a great dad and my son comes to me regularly and be like you're just such a good dad dado like i love you so much and just the things that he does or if i hear him talk to other people and how his teachers tell me that he makes this class feel and things like that. It's really, really rewarding as a parent to know that I'm in charge (laughs) of that and that that's what the result is. And his mother too. You know, it could be the complete opposite. It could be like, bro, this kid needs some help, man. Like you gotta send him to a fucking blah, blah, blah. But instead it's like, you know, they're like, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Keep doing it. I'm like, yes. Damn. (laughs) So. Being a dad definitely let me know like the art and the and the the my craft is something to be proud of mm-hmm. and to take serious. Mm-hmm. But that's not like all that I am in life. Like I'm I'm more than that. I think that's fucking amazing too, just like you knowing yourself enough and then watching your son basically like take on certain things that you like and Mm -hmm. but he's doing it in his own way and you're Mm -hmm. so supportive clearly and you guys have such like an amazing way you're raising the kid i mean he's so cute every time i see just like little clips of him if he's in a video you're just like damn that is congrats you guys are doing a fabulous job man and like i the way that i do things with him is crazy because i'm always learning like he had his friends over this weekend and he was like he had four friends over. Well, three friends. It was four boys at my house. Oh, my God. And they're ripping and running. They're all over the house. They're here. They're there. They're blah, blah, blah. I got a big-ass house. I just bought a big-ass trampoline for them. And he's like, can you take us low riding um, to go get something to eat? And I'm like, uh, maybe. I'll see what's up. And then a couple hours pass. They forget about that. He's like, can you take us ice skating? I'm like, yeah. All right, fuck it. And then I look at all the ice skating rinks, and then there's not one that's really like suitable for all of us. And I'm like, nah, let's let's not go ice skating. He's like, can we go to dinner? I want to go to uh, get some sushi tonight. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. The gas closes, like goes out on dinner, and I tell him, I'm like, bro, I'm sorry, bro, we we can't go to dinner. He starts like tearing up. I'm like, why are you tearing up? He's like, I I just didn't get to do nothing this weekend. Like, I just sat in the house, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had my friends over. We really didn't get to do nothing. I'm like, bruh, do you understand that having your friends over is a privilege? Like, literally, that's the doing something. Me giving you shit. Oh, yeah. Can we go go-karting? Oh, yeah, sure. Let me try to rent it out. They didn't have we, They didn't have the spot. Me doing shit is extra. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it happen. But if it right. don't work, like, you know what I'm saying? You my bad. Like, don't tell me we're not doing nothing. He's like... I don't mean that we're not doing nothing. It's just that, you know, Christmas break is coming up. And oh. Noah's mom said that um, he's not going to be able to come back over because blah, blah, blah. And I haven't taken him out to dinner in a month. Here, look at this picture. This is from November 2nd. I'm like, you're right. It's been a month. He's like, Sean's going out of town. And this is JC Yon's first time over here. And I was like, oh, so you just really want to show your friends a good time. You're not being spoiled. You just wanted to show him, like, you had high hopes of just, like, being a party host, and you wanted me to help you. He's like, yeah, I was just looking forward to it, but if we we, we don't got to go, it's cool. I'm like, no, bro, I understand. (laughs) Now I'm going to make sure we go. So we called the restaurant back, and they ended up having it open, and we ended up being able to go to dinner and all of that. But him, yeah, but him breaking it down and explaining it to me like that, I'm like, wow, his 10-year-old mind is really working, and it makes sense. That is so adorable. Yeah, it's super cool. Like, he's not just being, like, a little shit where you're like, oh, you're being spoiled. He's like, Dad, I want to show off for my friends and show them a good time before they leave for break. Exactly. Exactly. Wiz, that's adorable. Exactly. Oh, my God. Um, Okay, I only have two more questions for you. Okay. Okay. What is something you wish more people knew about you? How tall I am. Tired of people saying that shit. I didn't know you were that tall, man. All right, I'm six five. <laughs> that is so good. There's some people that come on and will like 
really say something serious and and heartfelt but clearly that's important to you this is serious and heartfelt that's how everyone says to me i will say (laughs) it's so annoying because some people come up to me like you're so much shorter than i thought (laughs) and it is kind of fucking annoying every time for that to be the leading you have you have tall uh features i do (laughs) yeah is that the thing because you got a long neck like this neck is like you know, it's really long. And then your arms are like <laughs> in your in your wrist. So I would think you were tall too. Really? Yeah. yeah Is yeah. that a bad No. I feel like a fucking giraffe. You're like you got a really long neck. No, it's not a bad thing. Legs. It's like a model neck. Oh, oh. Yeah. That's a better way to there say it, Wiz. Thank you. You're like, you got a long ass neck and those sorry. arms. Models are tall and long and exaggerated. <laughs> thank you. Thank like you. Like myself. Thank you. Like I was gonna say, like you. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're built like a model. Thank you. So you are go. you. But let's do a little disclaimer. Wiz is tall as fuck. There we go. And I am five five. So I am short, Daddy Gang. So every time you see me in person, don't be shocked. Five five, built like a model. No, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um. Okay. What projects do you currently have going on that fans? should check out, should be excited for. Like, just talk to me about what you're up to and what you're proud Shit, of. everything. Go through my whole discography at this point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to everything from fucking Prince of the City all the way up to okay. right now. Star Power is, like, a good one. That was an old mixtape. But um, recently, shit, this year, I think I put out three or four projects. Yeah. But the main ones, the last two that I did were Cali Sober. Mm-hmm. I dropped that in October. And I just dropped decisions mm-hmm. this month. Those are the last two that I did. Um, I got a lot of videos that I've been dropping. Mm-hmm. I just dropped some videos off of decisions. Oh, nice. So if you're just now catching up, see me, I like to be like really current when I'm on the internet. Mm-hmm. If I go too far back, I feel kind of whack. Yeah, 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 so sure. I keep my material like that too. If you want to look up some shit, you don't got to go too far back mm-hmm. to just be up on what's, what's happening. What's happening right now is decisions. Uh, I just dropped a, a video um, off of there. Yeah, fucking decisions. Listen decisions. to decisions and watch the videos as I drop them. There okay. we go. That's good. Because sometimes yeah. my audience is like really, really dedicated. And yeah. like if there's one song that you would say like go to listen to, like they usually will also go listen to it. Oh, for real? Yeah. Like which sh- song should we all go stream right now? Man, I don't know. <laughs> Shit, Daddy Game. What we what we streaming? The Thrill. Fuck it. Everybody go listen to the Thrill right now. Done. Daddy yeah, Game. I bet, go. I bet you. I bet you either. I bet you heard that song and fucking haven't heard it in a minute, or you didn't know it was me and now you're like, oh, oh. I fuck with Wiz. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the reaction I want. That's a good answer. Yeah. Yep. Um, Wiz, since you are the first guest of 2024 on Call uh-huh, Her Daddy, uh-huh. I think it's only appropriate that we finish out this episode with you kind of just like giving us a little toast for the new year yeah. to the daddy gang, to the Taylor gang. Let's just give good vibes. Give us a little speech about our year. What to, what can we, the vibes we need to have. Toast. All right, cool. So go ahead. first of all, <laughs> shout out to the daddy gang. Aww. Thank y'all for having me. Thank you for having Thank me. You. We bringing the Taylor gang with us. So that's two gangs. Mm-hmm. So that means it's gang gang. And for 2024, nothing but big vibes, positivity, blessings. Last year was a lot of trials and tribulations. And the key word in that is trials. So keep trying and you going to get this shit. Don't stop being yourself and don't stop going hard. Even if you take a little break, that don't mean that you're not going hard. That just means that you're gathering your energy and you're getting ready for that big motherfucking punch. So save your energy and be effective. Let's get it. Wiz Khalifa, thank you so much for coming on Color Daddy. Hell yeah, thanks for having me. Dude, that was so fun. Thank (laughs) you so much. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want $0 delivery fees? Try DashPass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am 
too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today.